Alright. I think the Oilem are on. Gewaldik. Baruch Hashem. It's great to see everybody. Good to see the boys. Wow. Very, very nice. I wish I was there in person. But this is how we're going to have to do a bit of Zoom. Wow. Danny Shkoy for joining us. Beautiful. Ah. Gewaldik to see the Oilem. It's so nice. So nice to see the Oilem get together. Era Pesach. A couple of days before. Agavaldiga day of Leila, Seder night, the night of Seder night, which we have to really understand and try to tap into a little bit of what's going on, which is Be'ez Hashem, what we're going to be doing tonight, in the next few minutes. We mentioned once before this idea that Rabbi Chonon Vassaman had a Kabbalah from the Vilna Goin, that there are 64 mitzvahs on Leila Seder. 64 mitzvahs, Doraisa and Rabbonon, most of them, of course, are Rabbonon. I have a whole list. If anybody wants the list, I can send you the list of what exactly are the 64 mitzvahs that we have to do on Leil HaSeder. Which means, and the Chacham Tzvi discusses such a shaila, what happens if a person is Rachman Lassan, he's in prison, and he has an opportunity to leave one day of prison. He can leave one day. He has to choose which day he's going to leave. Which day should he choose? Should it be Rosh Hashanah to hear the Shoifah? Should it be Yom Kippur to have a Ni'ilah in the Beis HaMedrash? Perhaps it should be Leila Seder. Because there is no other night that I know of that has contained within it the mitzvahs, 64 of them, which a person can tap in to that Gavaldik Kedusha, which is a very, very holy night. It goes further than that. The Maral explains why is it that married people put on a kittel. Why is it that a married man puts on a kittel? He sits at the Seder night wearing a kittel. Maybe Yom Kippur, I understand the kittel. Even maybe Rosh Hashanah for those people that have such a minig. Yom Kippur is the Yom Adin. It's Yom Slichov Kapora. We're getting cleansed from our various white. That I get. But Pesach? What is it, a scholar to, like, you know, try to keep it clean till the end of the night? It's, it's, what's the white kittle all about? So the Maral explains the idea of the kittle is it's like the Kohen Godel walking into the base, Hamikdosh, into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. In fact, the, the Maral explains that the Kohen Godel would walk in with Big Day Lovon, specifically, and going into the holiest places, doing the holiest act on Leila Seder, little do we realize that we are about to partake of one of the holiest acts. Now, it might not look so holy. We're around the table. There's food there. There's going to be a Geshmaka meal happening. There's wine, alcohol. It's Gavaldic, right? doesn't look like the holiest act in the world. But by the way, anybody that was Zoycha to see the Beis HaMikdash in its glory. It didn't look like the holiest place, by the way. The Beis HaMikdash was, looked more like an abattoir. There was like blood flying all over the place, animals everywhere, Ghanim running, bare feet. It didn't look like the holiest place. But yet they were doing the holiest of actions. Leila Seder represents one of the holiest nights. Rabshadik HaKoyin, Melublin, we were Zoycha and the Yeshiva, many of the boys watching tonight were Zoycha to be with us on our trip where we uh, stood by Reb Tzadik HaKoyin. Unbelievable. He writes this in Pre Tzadik Pesach Ois Tazayin. 
that he writes on a leil haseda, a person can be zeichet to more kedusha than laosid lavoi. A person can tap into more than he'll be able to tap in after Mashiach comes. How? How does that work? What does that mean? What's so great about Leila Seda? Yeah, it's a nice night, Kishmak. We'll talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We'll try to feel a bit that we were in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. But after all, what's so holy about it? And the truth of the matter is, the real question is, you know, if Leila Seda, if Pesach is a time that we express our freedom, that now we're free. We're free people. Great. Where's the fireworks display? Where's the, where's the performance? Where's the celebration on the streets? Wow. We're free people. What's going on over here? We sit around the table with a kitalon, with matzah, with mora, with haroises. We lean all the halachas. Where, 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 where's the celebration of freedom? And here's the real question, Rabbi Sai. Many people, Many people, and I speak for myself, we're sometimes a bit lost what to do or feel at the Seder night. What are we meant to be feeling? Like, Rabbi, I want to get into it. What do I have to do? Give me the six easy steps just to get into the Seder night. I've got, I bought every art scroll, the latest Haggadahs. I've got them piled up on my place. It's going to be great. I know all the stories. I know all the vaults. Gematria is beautiful. How am I meant to get into it? How am I meant to feel Sadenite, how am I meant to get involved with what's going on and tap in to the one of the most holiest nights of the year? And that's what I want to do for the next few minutes. What I want to do for the next few minutes is I'd like to give the Olam one specific idea that I believe, it's a new idea, I just found it this year a couple of weeks ago, and it's an idea that really took me, and I said, you know, if I can internalize this myself, then I think I could have a better Seder and I want to share it with you guys. I want to share it with you because I believe that if you guys listen for the next few minutes and take in a little bit of what we're saying, try to internalize it and implement it by the Seder night, I do believe that the result will be hopefully very different to every other year of your Seder. We'll start with this. There was a Seder night by the Kotzka Rebbe. Again, we were Zeichah, Baruch Hashem, the done by the Kotzka Many of you watching remember, we stood at night, right by the cave of the Kotzka. It was Moyodik. There was a Yid by the Kotzka Rebbe Seder. And it came to the time, where you open up the doors, we do. And uh, this Chassid was sent by the Rebbe to go and open up the door. So he goes and opens up the door and he comes back and he's white. He's white like a sheet. And the Rebbe said, is everything okay? So the Chassid said, listen, I've been doing this for many years. I always open up the door at this time of Seder night. But I'm by the Kotzka Rebbe Seder. I expected at the Kotzka Rebbe Seder that Elio Hanavi himself is going to come to the door. In a physical state, I'm going to see him. But I didn't. And I was very surprised. I was worried. I was concerned. And I just was in shock. So the Kotzka said, I want to tell you something. Do you think Elio Hanavi comes through the door? No. Elio Hanovi comes through your heart. And that's what's going on as a Hakdoma to what we're about to say about Sedanite. It's not necessarily about what's going on in the Haggadah. It's not necessarily about what's going on around us. It's what's going on inside us, in our heads, and of course, more importantly, in our hearts during the Seder to try and implement 
a little bit of what's going on. Rabbeinu Bechaya says the following, Marshall. Listen to this. Rabbeinu Bechaya says the following. He says there was a young child. And this young child was born and grew up in the most luxurious hotel. Beautiful hotel, beautiful building, surroundings. There was a golf course. There was a bowling alley. There was a golf cart. It was, it was just amazing. At room to room, the, 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 the tr- it was just amazing. Whatever he saw, the furniture, the carpets, the chandeliers, the lounges, the furniture, the, the way everything was matched up. It was just amazing. And he was born and he grew up in this beautiful surroundings. And he kept on going to more rooms and saw the library and saw the exquisite paintings and then the dining room and then the, it was just amazing. And one day, he looks around, he's getting older, more mature. He looks around, he sees that, you know, some of the curtains are a little bit torn. And some of the carpet in certain corners are sort of, you know, coming up. Things are starting to fray. Things are starting to fall a little bit apart. So he goes over to his father, who was the manager of the hotel. And he says, Dad, the hotel seems to be needing a little bit of maintenance. You know, it's a beautiful place. It's, it's, wow. I love it. I, I've been here my whole life. I don't know anything else, but it looks like it needs a little bit of sharpening. It needs a bit of doing over here, over there. His father said, listen here, my dear son, let me tell you something. I'm the manager of this hotel. My father was also the manager of this hotel and his father was the manager of this hotel. We've never met the owner of the hotel and we have a clause. We have a rule. We don't get involved in his life. He doesn't get involved in our life. We're not going to ask him anything about the hotel. We're not going to tell him he needs to be doing because he's keeping us here. It's great. We're having a great life. We're not going to ask any questions. How many people go through their lives in exactly the same way? We're having a great time. Everything's great. I, the creator of the world, you know what? We'll leave him alone if he leaves us alone. We're having a great time. We don't need to ask any shilas. We don't have to get involved. Everything's great. But obviously we realize that's probably not the way we should be living life. And that's why Sadonite comes into practice. Rabbi Sai, here we go. There's a Mordeca Rambam. I want to read to this Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs Asay, Mitzvah Kufnun Zayin. Look this up. Unbelievable Rambam. The Rambam says, when he talks about the mitzvah of Sipu Yitzias Mitzrayim, arguably probably the most important mitzvah, one of the only Kemat Da'araisas after Matzah that we have on Leila Seda, is the mitzvah to Masaper, speak about Yitzias Mitzrayim. Fakir, by the way, the Olam are very makbid to stay up a later night on Shavuos night. There's much more of an Indian to stay up on Pesach night than there is on Shavuos. Shavuos is a nice minute. It's a nice minute to remember what happened by Har Sinai, that they they overslept. So Mela, we stay up the whole night. Okay, that's cute. On on, on Pesach, it's mamish, it's it's mamish halacha. <laughs> I don't know how many people are rushing to bed. No, we're gonna finish later. Come on, we're gonna go to bed. We don't realize how is that Meshubach? It's a modic opportunity to speak about Sibiyatis with time. But anyway, the Rambam says like this. The Rambam says a very interesting lotion when he talks about the mitzvah of Sipu Yitzias Mitzrayim. He says like this. He says, um, He says, 
Anyone that adds and talks about the godless of what the Rabbeinu Shalom did for us, and how the Rabbi Nishan took us out, and give hoidah to the Rabbi Nishan for everything he did for us. Says the Rambam in Sefer Mitzvahs that if a person, and this is a chalik, this is a part of Sipriyatzis Mitzrayim, hoidah, hoidah, lotion of thanks, of being moide, right? Like we have by moidim every day by Shemayin Esra. It's the same idea as Kolamayrech Nesapi Yitzis Mitzrayim HaRezemeshubach. That's the Rambam. There's a lotion of the Chinuch in Mitzvah Chofalaf where he says, Ula Halel Ula Shabbeach Hashem Yisbarach HaKol HaNisim Shosalonu Shom that we should be Mahalel and we say Halel on Seder night during the Haggadah to be Meshabeach the Rabbi Nishalayim for the Nisim that he did for us at that time. There's a Ramban in Parshas Bo, Yud Beis Mem Beis, where the Ramban, where the Ramban says, Now, that's very interesting. We have a Rambam, we have a Chenuch, and we have a Ramban that are telling us some of the Ikar Yusodas on Leila Seda is to be Hoidah to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And the question is, why? Why is Leila Seda the night more than any other night of the year, Hakaris HaToiv is beautiful every day of the year, to be Haidot to the Rabbani Shalom is beautiful every day of the year, why Leila Seda? What's going on Leila Seda that we need to have this Haidot? So Rabbi said, this is a very, very important question, and I really, again, like I said a few minutes ago, I think if we tap into this Shaila, and hopefully the answer, I believe that our Seda nights will be different. Okay, please, allow me a few minutes. There's a Mauridika Maral. The Maral says that why do we read in the Haggadah, Arami Oived Ovi, the Sugi of Bikurim, the parish of Bikurim. Says the Maral, what's Bikurim? Bikurim is expressing our Hakaras HaToiv to the Rabbi Nishlanam. Taking the first fruits and saying, Hashem, you gave me these. It's not me. It's not my work. It's not my effort. It's because you gave them to me. That's the side of the mitzvah, and that's the appreciation that we express to the Rabbi Nishlaylam. On Leil Haseda, HaKoros HaToiv and Haidah is every single day of the year. Like the Ramban says, Yud Gimel Tezayin, all mitzvahs have this purpose. That's why we're created. So the question is, why in Leil Haseda are we reading about the Bikurim, which is about HaKoros HaToiv, which is about Haidah to the Rabbi Nishlaylam for everything he gave us. Let's go a bit deeper. The Indian of Haidah to the Rabbeinu Shalom is not only by Sipi Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. It's also by many of the Ica Mitzvahs of the night. Let's go. Number one, Dalad Kaisis. Okay, Dalad Kaisis. I mean, that's Mamish Prasume Nisa, Dalad Kaisis on Seder night, Mamish Kavaldik. There's a Murdika Marsha. This Marsha is in Brochus, Dafnun Daladom and Base. And there's a Vilna Goin also on his parish on the Haggadah. That explains that the Dalad Kaisas are there for what reason? Why do we need Dalad Kaisas on Seder night? It's Medin Arba Srichim Lahoidais. The Gemara tells us that there are four types of people that need to give Haidah to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Right? Somebody that crossed the Yam, 
Somebody that went through the Midbar, somebody that was in prison, and somebody that was healed after an illness, right? Zog the Marisha, Zog the Vilna Goyim, did all of that. We went through the Midbar, we crossed the Yam, we were sick, and we were in a prison. So we have to give Haidah. So therefore, we're giving Haidah to Rabbi Yisrael, like Dovra Malach says in Tehillim, Kuf Tazayin, Mo'oshiv la'ashem kol tagmuloyo lai kois Yeshua'is esa. We're taking up a kois, Dalad kaisis, saying Rabbi Yisrael, thank you. That's what we're doing. Dalad kaisis, thank you. Haidah. The Radak has a Loshan. Orim koisayayin v'aydenu alof. Pick up the wine and give Haidah to the Rabbi Yisrael. Thank you. So we see from the Gemara that the whole Takona of the Dalad Kaisis was indeed because of Hoidor. Matzah Rabbi Sai. Ah. Many Rishonim learn that it says that we bring Matzah, of course it's a Darai said it's an Apostolic. But it's Kineged the Lachme Toida. We know when you bring a Korban Toida, it came together with bread. The Rosh brings it in Simon Lama, the Tor, Tofayin A. And therefore, when you bring a carbon toida, it comes together with bread. Four breads. One of them actually, three of one of them was challah. Four, three were matzahs. And therefore, the three matzahs that we're having on Seder night is what? We're a Yotzeh Beis We came out of prison. We've got to bring a carbon toida. Carbon toida comes together with bread. The matzah is because of that. So it's all haidah. So once again, we see this idea that it's all about haidah. And again, we've got Sippy Seitz Mitzrayim, we've got Dalad Kaisas and Matzah. Some of the Ekimitzas on Seder night. All Haidah? What's Haidah? What's this Indian of Haidah? What is the idea that Seder night is meant to be the night that we have Haidah to the Rabbi Nishalayim? That's the Kasha. The Mesilis Yishorim, and we're going to answer the question, don't worry. It's a great question with an important answer. Mr. Shisham explains that the greatest act that can bring a person to properly see his obligations in the world and, of course, to the Rabbani Shalom and to his Torah is lehistakel or lehisboinein in all the toiv that the Rabbani Shalom has given us and does for us on a continuous and all level. And says the Mr. Shisham, according to the amount that a person works on himself and sees, actively sees, all of the great things that the Rabbani Shem does, will increase his drive, his obligations, his understanding towards the Torah, the mitzvahs, and ultimately to the Rabbani Shem. The Chavis Salabavis writes the same thing in Nakdama, the Shara Vodisalakim also. Let's try Rabbi Sai to answer the question. What is Pesach? What's the Yantav of Pesach? What is it all representing? What's going on? Yitzhak Mitzrayim was not the simple act of us leaving Mitzrayim. It wasn't just, okay, we left the gates of Egypt, right? Those of you that are watching that were with us on our trip to Egypt will remember that we got stopped, right? B.A., <laughs> you remember that. We got stopped. We weren't allowed out the gates and we were like, this is it. This is not the first time Claudius Roll will stop leaving Egypt. And then they let us through and it was a whole situation. I had to get out and we felt good. It was Arab Shabbos, right? Wanted to get back to Yeshiva before Shabbos. It was like, whoa, we made it, right? So when Claudius Roll left Egypt, it wasn't just like, oh, we can relax now. We're not in prison anymore. No, that wasn't Yitzhia Smitzrayim. 
Chazal tell us clearly in the Gemara, Yitzhiya Yitzhiya was way bigger than that. It was now that we left the Avdus of Parai, we became the Avodim of the Rabbeinu Shalaylam. Okay? And by the way, if freedom means the ability to just go and do whatever you want, I have a simple question for the Hailam. And this every man listening will understand this very clearly. Right? Because every man doesn't like taking instructions. You've got a man and, a, and, a, and his wife sitting in the car and they're a bit lost. And she's like, um, maybe we should ask someone instructions, like how to get out of this mess. And he's like, nah, it's fine, don't worry. I'll go this way, I'll go that way, I'll figure it out. The men are smiling. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Men don't like instructions. So if Pesach is the night that we are representing freedom, why do we have a Haggadah that has 64 instructions or more? Lift the plate now, cover the challah, cover the matzah now, lift the wine, refill the wine, every instruction in the book, and we listen. Huh, like good people. We read the art scroll, it says, lift the wine now. Okay, we'll lift the wine now. Uncover the matzahs. Okay, we'll uncover the matzahs. This is, this is freedom? Elamai, it must be that freedom isn't just hefkeris. So when we were free from Parai, we were free to do the Rabbeinu Shalolam's will. We were free to do what the Rabbeinu Shalom told us to do. There's a Mordechai Medrash. The Medrash is in Tehillim Kufi Gimel Shachotay, book down in the Yalkut, in Parshas Boy Reish Ches, where he says, Says the Medrash, when Makas Bechoyras happened, the last Makar in Mitzrayim, Parai gets up in the night, and he goes over to Moshe Vaharon, Zuk the Medrash, and Parai says, Stop! Stop the Makkah! I can't do this anymore! You're free to go! Ato avodim Says the Medrash Para recognize you're no longer my slaves, be slaves of Hashem. Pesach is the night we become an Eved Hashem. The Mashkiach of Meir, Rabbi Yerucham, and many others say the same idea. A Yontif, and this is not only Pesach, this is Sukkot, this is Shavuos, this is Purim, this is Hanukkah. Every Yontif is not a commemoration. Yidin don't believe that on Pesach we're commemorating what happened. Shavuos is not a commemoration of Kabbalah Satoya. Every Yontif is an opportunity to tap into what's going on right now. It's still happening year after year. So if it happened then, 3,000 years ago, that Klaisor left Egypt, that means we're doing the same thing now. And we're being re-machadish, we're rejuvenating this idea of an Eved Hashem that now, tonight, Leila Seda, we are an Eved Hashem. And it's all included in Chayiv Odom Liris Asatzmo Ki'ilu Hu Yatsam That's what the Rambam says. You gotta get up, you gotta act it, you gotta think it, you gotta talk it, you gotta think stories, diagrams, pictures, frogs flying all over the place. It's all exciting. That's what it's all about, right? It's about understanding and feeling on the inside that we left Mitzrayim and therefore became an Eved Hashem. Became a servant of the Rabboni Shalaylam. Rabbi say, now we can answer the kasha. Now we can understand what is hoidah, hakores hatoib, looking at the good that Hashem gave us, a very vital part, if not a crucial part, of Lela Seda. If we are in Eved Hashem, then we have obligations. We're a servant. A servant has chiyuvim. We have obligations. 
How do we intensify these obligations? Look at the toiv that Hashem gives us. Look at the toiv, look at the nisim, look at the nifloyas, look at the miracles that happened in Mitzrayim and keep on happening every day of our lives. And when we do that, as the Messiah Hashem and the Chayv Yisrael has told us, it intensifies our obligation towards the Rabbi Nishalaylam so that we can serve him and be an emestik ever Hashem. So therefore the whole night of Seder night, as the Rambam, as the Ramban, as the Chinuch said, is one big chetzer of Hoidah to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Because Hoidah to the Rabbi means we recognize the good that he gave us then and he gives us now. And by seeing that, we intensify our chayuvim, our obligations to the Rabbi Nishalaylam to serve him, to fulfill his mitzvahs and to learn of his Torah. I was recently, as you know, many of you know, I was in Antwerp, in Belgium, a few days ago. I had to go, I wish I would go to Shem next time for more happy occasions. I just had to go to be next to one of my dear Talmidim to hold his hand and give him a hug as he never buried his father. And I was only there for approximately 11 hours in Antwerp, start to finish, and I was Zoycha to be driven by many different people at different legs of the journey from the airport to the airport to the base of Olam, back from the base of Olam, to this I was driven by different people. And I was Zoycha to listen to many different people's stories and different situations. I just want to point out two things. One Yid that took me was a Yid that gone through a terrible, terrible life. He had divorced. He'd been in prison. Parnasa, Mama, she didn't have it easy. But I noticed his upbeat personality. The fact that he was so positive and the way he said to me, Hashem couldn't have done it any better. This is exactly how it's meant to be. I'm happy. And it was like, wow, look at that. This is a man that's gone through so much, but yet he's happy. And yet he realizes what the Rabbanishim has done for him in a positive way. I sat with somebody else in the car and he was complaining about his life and about how this is not working and that's not going his way. And I replied to him the following, and many of the boys know that I've done this with you guys as well. I really believe it works. I told him to start focusing every day on one specific thing that the Rabbanisham does. Write it down, put it in your phone, whatever it is. Concentrate on it. You'll see, eventually your brain shifts to always see the positive, to always see what the Rabbanisham does. But often we don't. And often we don't. I'll give you an example. Rabchatzka Lebenstein tells over a story. He was sitting in a taxi. In Israel, and anybody that's been in a taxi in Eretz Israel knows it's a perfect opportunity for a good story. And the taxi driver was telling him the story how his friend actually became a Bolshuva. And he asked him, how did your friend become a Bolshuva? The taxi driver obviously wasn't religious. How did he become a Bolshuva? So he told him the whole story. I'm not going to go through now the whole story, but he told him that they were on a hike. And all of a sudden, he heard a choking. He looked around and he saw that his friend, this is the taxi driver speaking, his friend was actually being choked by a deadly snake. There was a snake cold around him, and it was holding him in a grip, and he was choking. He didn't know what to do. Uh, the taxi driver was looking, it was his friend, there's no way that he could go over and do anything, because he was petrified himself of getting choked. So, what happened was, the person, his friend, who was being choked, made a declaration, and he said, Rabbi Shalom, God, I-, I know I haven't been a very good loyal servant to you, and a good Jew, but I promise you, if I survive this, I will become religious. My rest of my life will be dedicated to you. 
And he said, the taxi driver watched this. He said, I, I, I saw it with my own eyes. The snake just uncurled itself, unraveled itself from the man, just slid away. I couldn't believe it. So he became a Bolshuva. So he was telling him how his friend became a Bolshuva. So Rebbe said to him, I don't understand. What about you? You also saw it. You saw it in front of your face. He said, yeah, but it wasn't me. He didn't choke me. He choked him. So what's he got to do with me? You know, sometimes things are right in front of our faces, but we fail to see it. We fail to recognize it. I just had an interview with a wonderful, wonderful boy. I'm not sure if he's on, but if he is, he'll excuse me using him as an example. But it just, it was amazing. I just had an interview with a great boy. And uh, we were schmoozing, whatever, yeshiva and this and that. And in the middle of the conversation, he says to me, yeah, I, I love Hashem. And I said to him, do you mind if I ask you, nothing to do with the interview, this has nothing to do with it, you will it get accepted, not accepted. I just, I just want to know, what do you mean you love Hashem? Can you, like, why do you love, like, what is it that you were experiencing that you're saying that you love Hashem? So he said, I don't know. I, I go out to the window. I see all the Rabbani Shalom's creations. I see the world. How, how can you not love him? I'm like, wow, that's amazing. How many of us go to the window and don't see that or see it, but don't recognize what it is? It's really, really special. Rabbis, I want to end with one specific thing. You know, there's a klal, there's a general rule that the end of something is the climax. The end of something is the greatest part, right? So take a Yom Kippur, for example. What's the greatest part of Yom Kippur? Ne'ilah. That's the that's when everybody shakes the heavens. The end is generally the greatest, right? If that's true, what is the end of Seder night? What is the end of Leila Seder? The end of Leila Seder is a song, right? There are many songs. But one of the ending songs, in fact, most Giristas have this as the end, is Chad Gadyo. Chad Gadyo. Now, many of us know, can see the smiles. It's Geshmak, that part, right? For those of us that are up. That, and, and it's, it's Geshmak because you make the sounds of the dog, you make the sounds of the cat, and everybody's making all sorts of sounds, and everybody's getting involved, and it's Geshmak, and it's wonderful. Let me ask you a shayla. If we're saying that Leila Seda is one of the greatest nights of the year, it's the, the night that we can tap into the Haidah of the Rabbi Yishalolim. We can tap into our relationship with Hashem. To all the Akkoros we have for Hashem. Aved Hashem. Why are we ending it with Chad Gadio? It's like a kid's song. That's how we're ending uh, the, the Haggadah with a kid's song? It doesn't make any sense. Rabbi said, listen to this. I heard this from Rabbi Zechariah Wallerstein Zatzal. Said over the following. Listen to this. It's just amazing. He said a mashallah came into his house and I don't know where he was from, irrelevant, came in, uh, came to collect uh, stalker from Rabbi Zechariah Zatzal and he comes into the office and Rabbi Zechariah is about to write him a check, you know, stalker, no problem, and write a check, it's before Pesach, I'm sure he needs it, whatever. And the mashallah, the stalker collector, says, hold on a minute, hold on a minute, Rabbi, just, just hold on a minute. I'd like to ask you a question um, before you give me a check. Can I ask you a question on the Haggadah? He said, it's the easiest question you've ever heard. And he said to Rabbi Zechariah, if you can answer the question, if you know the answer, easiest question you ever heard. If you can answer the question, I don't want your check. I'm walking out. But if you cannot answer this question, I want you to double the check that you were about to write. Okay? So Rabbi Zechariah is excited at this thing, a question on the Haggadah, the easiest question ever heard. What do I have to lose? Sure. No problem. Ask your question. So he says, okay. He says, Chad Gadyo. Okay, we're all familiar with Chad Gadyo. We read about how a man purchased a goat 
for two zuzim. Along came a cat and ate the goat. Along came a dog and ate the cat. Along came a stick and hit the dog, fire, and then burnt up the stick. The water extinguished the fire. The cow then drank the water, slaughtered the slaughtered and slaughtered the cow. The angel of death killed the slaughterer, and Hashem smote the angel of death. We all know the sequence. We know the story. We know the sounds. The Eilim are with me. Gavaldik. Now, everything makes sense. Everything in the sequence is a natural cause of event, and we get that. Cats eat goats, dogs eat cats, water extinguishes fire, cows drink water. Everything everything seems to make sense, right? But I have one question. He asked Rabbi Zachariah, how did the stick hit the dog? Sticks don't walk. It should have said that a person came along with a stick and hit the dog. But it doesn't say that. It says the stick came along. And Rabbi Zachariah leans in his chair and he says, that's ridiculous. I've been reading the Haggadah for years and years and years. I never thought about this Shaila. I sat there silently. So the the, the Meshulach says, double the check. Double the check. You didn't know the answer. So, okay. Then the Meshulach says, I want to tell you the answer. Listen to this, what boy say. It's unbelievable. He says the Haggadah was written in this way for a reason. When you read the story of Haggadah, everything appears naturally. Everything's, everything's natural. But there's something the author of the Haggadah put into the middle of the story that doesn't make sense. A stick appears on its own and hits the dog. When you read this, you raise your eyebrow and you think, wait a second, a, hit, a stick doesn't just come along and hit a dog. How did it get there? Ah, it must have been there from Hashem. Hashem must have been holding the stick. If that's the case, the same is true for every other one of the quote-unquote natural sequences of events that happened there. Nothing is natural. Even the cat eating the goat and the water extinguishing the fire is the hand of Hashem. And Rav Zacharias said, I'm not doubling the check, I'm tripling the check. But the idea, Aboisai, is, is that we look into so many things in our lives and we see this is natural, but this doesn't make sense. This we understand, but this we don't understand. It's a big mistake. The whole Haggadah ends after a night that we've spent with ourselves and with the Rabbi Nishalaylam. Tapping into this idea of Haidah, to be Meshabech, the Rabbi Nishalaylam, for what he did for us then and what he does for us now. To realize that we're an Eved Hashem. To work on our relationship, to remachazik ourselves as an Eved Hashem. To do the mitzvahs, to learn the Torah. Maybe we weren't so careful with many things. We want to be careful. We want to re- reignite this relationship. Then we have to realize that everything in the world happens with a reason, with Hashem behind it, even if we don't understand it. Tonight, the night of Leila Seda, is the night that Klalisa were chosen. Chosen for what? To be an Eved Hashem. And in order that we were chosen, we're celebrating our birth as a Yid, and we have to know who we are, appreciate who we are, because then we're in a matzav of the worst matzav of Tumah. Seven weeks later, we came out and we already accepted the Torah. Because the Rabbi Nishram chose every single one of us as his servants. He wants us. He wants our avoida. He wants our tefillah. He wants our mitzvahs. He wants our machshavas. He wants everything about us because he wants to have a relationship with us. And it's hard for us. And we don't understand. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. But ultimately we have to realize, Leila Seda is the greatest night of Chizak. Why? 
Because we can tap into this incredible Kedusha and tap into this idea that we're an Eved Hashem and an Eved has responsibilities and we have obligations towards our Master, towards the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And we look at the sequences of the world, even the natural ones, and we see Hashem in every single one of them. It changes our perspective and it changes our relationship with Hashem. We should all be Zoycha, this Pesach, this Seydanite, to sit at Seydanite and try to think of all the good that Hashem does in our lives, so we can tap into this, so that we can appreciate this, so we can become better people, so we come closer to the Rabbi Nishlam. It changes everything in our lives. Say the night, Rabbi, say this year can change our lives, can change our relationship with Hashem, with this simple idea that I presented to you tonight. The Rabbi Nishlam should give us all tremendously at this I appreciate all of you. It's Arab Pesach. The Olam are busy. The Olam are driving. The Olam are working. The Olam are babysitting. I can see what's going on. It's so gewaldic to see the Olam. So beautiful to see everyone. I miss all of you. I really, really do. I can't wait to see you all here. By the way, in Yerushalayim, Irak Kodesh, for the Binyan by Shlishi, the Beis Amigdash is going to be here. Every single one of you, you're not going to be in America. You're not going to be in England. You're not going to be in South Africa. You're going to be here in Eretz Yisrael with us all together. We're going to be hugging. We're going to be dancing. We're going to make a matzav in front of the base of Mikdash Be'ezah Hashem. We're going to eat from the Zvachim and from the Psachim. It's going to be Gavaldic. Can't wait to see you all here. I want to wish every single one of you a beautiful, wonderful, and Hatzlach Adik